0: Fuck
1: it. We're doing it. Hey, what's up, Trash Talkers? Listen, it's impossible to fight, okay, if you don't know what you're fighting for. Does that make sense? Like, if you're in the dumps and you're, you know, you're struggling with mental health things of that nature it's going to continue tearing you down all right because you're consistently trying to fight something which is that demon which is usually something from the past right maybe that why needs to be fighting for your future let that be your why get the hell up and start fighting for your future stop fighting things that happened in the past easier said than done right go seek help It's okay not to be okay. A lot of people need to hear this. You are more of a warrior and a fighter if you stand up and say, hey, this has to stop. I need to go seek help. The stigma, everything has changed. It's okay not to be okay.
2: Here is a firm believer in all men are created equal, but not all men live equal. That is why there's a certain select number of people in the DOD who decided to jump out of airplanes. And yes, we are better than you, 100%. Now, don't be the first triggered pansy to say, well, airborne's not relevant, you haven't jumped since World War II. Well, that's not accurate for one. And two, it's like having a jalopy or a 68 Mustang. Well, a 68 Mustang's no longer relevant, doesn't matter. It's still a better car than yours. So take it easy this National Airborne Day and just accept that we are better than you. So two
0: things for today's Honesty cat. First thing, how do all my boys from the 101st feel knowing that the army decided that instead of actually making you airborne, they just create a whole new division <laughs> that's airborne, because you just aren't cutting it. It sucks. Thing number two, for all the folks who were like, oh, airborne, is the take a irrelevant doesn't even matter they're making a whole new division of just airborne people because they're relevant think about that how's that feel does it hurt a little bit i hope it hurts a little bit This is the
2: Veteran Trash Talk Hour! Hosted by Nick, Dave,
0: and Buddy! Real warriors making fun of other real warriors! Try to not get triggered! <laughs>
1: Dave are you there well yeah I'm here can can, 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 can you hear me
0: <laughs> oh yeah you're right on time now yeah must have gone downstairs. I know right the internet is yeah
1: yeah what a mess my router's actually upstairs buddy so I don't know what the hell's I going am. on like today. I said, usually I don't
0: it's used to going downstairs so it goes down and then goes back up everybody knows how the internet works guys it, those of you yeah. watching right now Dave uh he's he's been out of a job
2: for a while he's a little poor he doesn't have any money and so he's using a hotspot. So that's why we can't hear him and we can't see him. But uh, if you could, go buy some T-shirts so that we could buy him a new router. Or yeah,
0: something. it's not even its not even like a hotspot like uh like a cell phone. It's a hotspot like those ones that you used to buy from the people that were rotating out. It's from Walmart, yeah. Like the little uh, black yeah. ones. They only work in, in like three countries. And it America is not one of them. Spot. Yeah
1: yeah america I'm struggling guys i'm struggling so yeah to the community please help me out if you can all right
0: it's all right hearing, you should get so. a sign
2: you need to really talk that much except when the guest is talking so just if once you yeah. do your conspiracy then we're
1: great <laughs> <laughs> welcome to episode 136 or 137 mm-hmm. of the trap yeah here we go today is, is. Tachio with darling defense and as usual it's i'm Tachio. here with Nick and Buddy. Chachio. It's, go Hattie. Hattie. It's, it's yeah. Chachio. <laughs> it is an Italian name. How do you That's pronounce so it? <laughs> That's the only Italian you speak. Okay. Fair enough. Fair it's, enough. It's
0: Chacho. Chacho. <laughs> yeah. Chacho. Yeah. So okay. yeah, how's, how's everybody doing, doing today?
2: Those? Good?
3: Yeah. Cheers. Good, now that I got
2: my 10th mountain uh, vodka and, and Club Soda, we're we're doing all right. We're doing Yeah.
1: Good. So. I poured me a little extra vodka today, so yeah, I'll did. be feeling good here, here in about 20 minutes.
2: Yeah, Rob and I drink a lot of a lot of 10th Mountain in uh, D.C., a lot of it, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's what you were saying last <laughs> week, what's yeah.
2: What's up, buddy? How's the game good. going? How's uh, that 11th-ranked Alabama doing, which
0: I said
4: last uh, week? You finished. know
0: what they're doing? They're uh, the same thing. You remember when you used to fall asleep on security, and you'd be yes. like, oh, we're just... I'm just not fucking sleeping. I'm just luring them in. That's all we're doing. We're luring yeah. Tennessee in. Security, then they're gonna they're gonna pounce in the second half. You just wait. Yeah. Just wait. Oh, Don't a high ranking
2: officer once said, "Wait till you see the whites of their eyes." That's with muskets, all right. Muskets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah well, I shoot better when I see their eyeballs. <laughs> I I tell oh, you what. When, uh, nice. when I was in Ranger school down in Florida. You know the place. Yeah I, yeah, I was there. I was pulling security after a raid and looked down because uh, some ants had bit my hand. They are biting my hand. And I, I had looked over. I saw the RI 150, 200 meters away, like sitting there, getting bit by these ants on both my arms. I looked down at them, and like two seconds later, I looked back up. Like I just looked down. And then look back up. And the R.I. <laughs> right there, and he goes, you were fall- you fell asleep. With. Wake up, Ranger. And I was like, I was awake the whole time. Like, I was literally looking at the ants that bit my arm. I promise you, for probably three months after I graduated Ranger school, I got a, I'm pretty sure I got a major minus for that, or at least a, a minor minus, but whatever. Mostly because I refused to believe that I had fallen asleep. I was like, oh, you I did. looking at my arm. It was three months after I graduated Ranger School. I was just sitting there one day, and I was like, "Wait a second, that motherfucker made it 200 meters in like two seconds." Because you were sleeping, <laughs> I was fucking sleeping. But <laughs> you know, I'm actually
3: glad to hear you have an ant story at Ranger School. I I do have an ant story. I was the RTO when we were doing the uh, what's the island out there that you that, that you oh. Santa Rosa santa rosa Rosa. so we're on that last part i'm the rto and one of the the ris was from i don't know one of the battalions he looked over at me it's dark and he goes hey ranger rucksack flop who doesn't want a rucksack flop right i sit down and probably five minutes while we're waiting for them to bring the zodiacs up all of a sudden it's just burning and like my legs are on fire and i'm like what the hell so i stand up and i'm looking around i'm like hey man I grab my arrangement. I'm like, dude, what is, I, man, there's something biting me. He he turns on the, remember the old L-shaped red lens flashlight? Oh, yeah. A little bit. So he shines at, he's like, holy shit, dude. R.I. turns around, looks at me. He's like, what the hell's wrong with you guys? And I'm like dancing around. I'm trying to get all these ants off of me. I got ants in my pants, Sergeant. He, he makes me strip butt naked. Butt naked, it's February in Florida. We're getting ready to get on the Zodiacs. I've got all my clothes off. I'm standing butt naked with just well, I ain't tan, let's just put it that way. And throws me in the zodiac with no clothes on and tells me to get dressed. He threw my BDUs and everything into the ocean, and it's (laughs) February. And he's like, Shut up, Ranger, put that shit on. Let's go. And I'm literally while the guys are paddling, I'm like sitting on half of the zodiac trying to put my boots and my pants and Freezy, freezy, freezy. Yeah. Yeah. What's more, so you
1: found, you found a way to
3: sham out of
1: um, yeah. the last um, one of the last
0: patrols. I was
2: like, I don't, I don't,
0: don't got to paddle. Yeah, there were at least three dudes in that Zodiac. Who we're like, this bitch. First of all, carried the fucking. Here in this that right now. It. Yeah. Now we we're paddling our ass off. He's just. Yep. Yeah, up. I didn't paddle. That's right, I didn't paddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they, they, I they like not only my leg, and I don't know what they're talking about. They're uh, yeah they're they're like, not not offended not offended. came out and you were the only one that they were like a ten. He's the worst <laughs> person in the squad. Never does shit. I wouldn't share a sure
2: foxhole with him. I got it. Three on my
3: coffee. Roe. Yeah. Roe.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Gr- Gracie says, "Wow, Chiacchio is handsome. He's married, Gracie." So, yeah.
3: yeah. that's That's probably my daughter, actually. My daughter?
2: Oh, oh, (laughs) look at that. Hey, but hey, that is a YouTube comment. And Dave usually says this, but go like and subscribe our YouTube channel. We are 100% shadow banned on there because of how we talk. So go on there, like, (laughs) follow, subscribe, hit that bell, whatever. I'm like, oh, like, it's stupid. Like, um, but yeah, thanks for,
0: uh, thanks for commenting. And oh, JC Callahan, he was a mountain, all right. He's he's, my, uh, my. My uh, my only uh, Santa Rosa story is my Ranger buddy fell asleep on Santa Rosa Island waiting for the ambush to kick off. <laughs> fell asleep, and, and we weren't right beside each other at the time, but he fell asleep. He woke up because he had a dream that the ambush had kicked off. <clears throat> woke up, flipped his shit on fire, fire one start. round. Start <laughs> wasted, baby. And he's a, he's a, he was a Dominican dude, so on the other side of the ambush, <laughs> here. You hear bow? Oh, shit! <laughs> he, he did Florida twice. Yeah, you get, I, you, get a,
2: you get another shot at Santa Rosa Island, buddy.
0: That's... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't worry, you won't make the same mistake twice, partner. It'll be all right. He's a good dude. He was uh, he was also the guy that fell asleep in mountains. We had traded out, and he had a uh, a saw tied to him, but he took an M4 when. Uh, when he started pulling security Anyway The saw was tied to him He got up in mountains Walked about 15 meters Like sleepwalking Outside the perimeter And was standing there with his saw Or with his uh, M4 But the saw had drugged behind him The whole time on his fucking <laughs> tie down The RI came in And was like this motherfucker Like hits him in the chest with his hand And he just kind of fucking dips back He tried to pull the trigger on his M4 But he had his hand <laughs> And he's like, fuck. So he goes over, grabs the saw, went to pull the trigger on the saw, but it was so caked in shit from Dragon. <laughs> the I mean, it wouldn't, the, uh, the machine gun crew saw the R.I. give up and was like, fuck it, and then walked back out where he came from. <laughs> hmm. He was just, he was done. He was sleeping. Man, some well, of stuff. the best stories ever. Some oh, of the best Ranger. stories ever from that school. <laughs> hey, Dave,
1: let's do your part. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, you unless you guys languages. can't hear me, so. We'll, we'll we see. Can. So um, I uh, did some research on a conspiracy yesterday and I actually went down this rabbit hole and it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Um, have you guys heard of Kinkade Cave in the Grand Canyon? So uh, back in the early, so back in the early 1900s, um,
5: they took wondering.
1: part of the Grand Canyon and they made it off limits. Okay, so it was just uh for government exploration. And this guy, Kincaid, uh, who actually was with with the Smithsonian family or whatever, said, hey, I'm going to travel down to this area prior to becoming off limits and see what I can find. And uh, I sent Chris a video. I don't see the video. He's going to upload it. Uh, There was a big article about what this guy found. So basically hieroglyphs, um, Egyptian artifacts, drawings, like all kinds of crazy stuff. So Chris is going to play the video. We'll watch the Mm -hmm. video. You guys tell me what you think. Uh, Long story short, like I said, there was an article and then five days later, they were like, this is a hoax. This never happened. He said this article was published. So, yeah, just listen to that video and we'll go from there. In
5: 1908, President Teddy Roosevelt wanted to declare the Grand Canyon off limits to all timber and mining operations. It would take another 11 years for Congress to designate the Grand Canyon a national park. Sensing a final opportunity for adventure, explorer G.E. Kincaid took a boat down the Colorado River and through the Grand Canyon. The canyon was rich in minerals like gold, silver, and copper, and Kincaid wanted to see what he could find before the area was closed off for good. About 40 miles upriver from the El Tovar Crystal Canyon, Kincaid saw stains in the sediment formation about 2,000 feet up, He tied off the boat and got out to investigate. Kincaid couldn't find a trail, but after a short hike, he found something interesting covered in desert brush, steps, hundreds of them, carved in sandstone, steps that wound their way up to a high shelf on the side of the canyon. He followed the steps until he came across a cavern entrance, an entrance that was clearly man-made. Kincaid entered the cavern and turned on his flashlight. On the walls, he saw writing, but it wasn't English or Native American writing. It was ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics. Kincaid lifted his flashlight and saw that the tunnel ran far into the distance. He didn't realize it at the time, but this was only the beginning. When G.E. Kincaid tied off his small wooden boat to investigate the strange coloration of the rock wall, he was hoping to find clues that would lead him to a mineral deposit. He wasn't expecting to find hieroglyphics. When Kincaid noticed chisel marks in the walls, he drew his pistol, turned on another light, and slowly walked deeper into the gloom. He kept detailed notes of everything he saw.
4: The main passageway is about 12 feet wide. Now to into 9 feet toward the farther end. About 57 feet from the entrance, the first side passages branch off to the right and left, along which on both sides are a number of rooms about the size of ordinary living rooms of today, though some are 30 by 40 feet square. These are entered by oval-shaped doors and are ventilated by round air spaces through the walls into the passages. The walls are about 3 feet 6 inches in thickness. The passages are chiseled or hewn as straight as could be laid out by an engineer. The ceilings of many of the rooms converge to a center. The side passages near the entrance run at a sharp angle from the main hall, but toward the rear they gradually reach a right angle in direction.
5: GE Kincaid now realized he was in a huge complex. He estimated that as many as 50,000 people could have lived here. In some rooms he found granaries with shelves of glazed pottery many of which still contain seeds. He found cooking areas and a huge dining hall. The rooms were full of ancient artifacts. Kincaid carefully wrapped a few small metal and ceramic objects for a later study. Another large room Kincaid described as an area for metalwork, a technology that should not have existed in this area.
4: Here are found tools of all descriptions made of copper. These people undoubtedly knew the lost art of hardening this metal, which has been sought by chemicals for centuries without result. On a bench running around a workroom was some charcoal and other material probably used in the process. There's also slag and stuff similar to Matt, showing that these ancients smelted ores, but so far no trace of where or how this was done has been discovered
5: nor the origin of the ore. G.E. Kincaid explored the underground complex for several hours, still having no idea when this place was used, what it was used for, or who the builders were. Then he came across another large room, a crypt. The crypt had shelf upon shelf and row upon row of mummies, dozens of them. At this point, G.E. Kincaid realized that if he was going to explore this entire underground city, he was going to need help.
1: All right. So there's a <laughs> so that? there's an entire there's like there's like a whole segment on this because uh, he worked for the Smithsonian and supposedly like they grabbed a bunch of artifacts. Long story short, there was an article in 1909 about this in the Arizona Gazeta is, is, the, um, is the magazine or whatever the newspaper that they had. And uh, they posted twice about it. And then a week later, they said it was all a hoax. So I am 100% bought into this, that this occurred, okay? Um, I think that they probably did find, you know, we always talk about the alien thing, but Nick always mentions ancient civilizations and ancient technology, people that were way more advanced, um, and the fact that they found Egyptian stuff and hieroglyphs in the Grand Canyon kind of changes everything, what we've been taught. Um, So they probably just wanted to cover that aspect up and keep it a secret. But I am 100% bought in on this, that this occurred, um, and that's my take on that. Chacho, what's your take? Is this a bunch of bullshit? Did it occur? Like what do you think? Oh, oh, I I
3: 100% believe it. So I I I guess so I've heard that before and I also heard that he um I think it's in the article in the Arizona Gazette that he actually sent a bunch of artifacts to the Smithsonian and Correct. They haven't found them. They say they don't know what he's talking about. And they also won't let anybody back into the Grand Canyon in those areas to to go back and look. Yeah, I 100 I percent believe it. I, I think I think we've had technologies and I think we're like a fourth, fifth generation of, of civilization on this world. How else do you have temples 300 feet under the ocean right now?
1: Right. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 100 percent. Buddy, what's your take?
0: I'm still writing notes. <laughs> for a minute, I fell asleep. Like, I fell asleep for part of that video. Was like 40 minutes long. I, I had to on. find like the
1: best one that was like gives it gives enough information. You know, there right, were so other here, ones so were here, like 10 here. minutes. I, so. I
0: have some questions. I've got yep. some questions. All
1: right. <laughs> wait, wait, buddy
3: can write?
0: How did uh, this? We, oh, we yeah, don't I know. He acts like it. Oh. <laughs> he draws symbols. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs so first of all, why is it every time it's like an oldie, like a 1900s explorer, or like it's the guys always apparently from Alabama? There I was creeping into the cave when I found some splice. so They must have known also they didn't have cell phones back then. <laughs> I just don't understand why it's always some southern dude.
1: I get I, real quick, buddy. I get the comedic, you know, relief on that one. But there are actually like four explorers prior to him who found this stuff as well, that were date back into the 1800s.
0: Tennessee?
1: I don't know where they were from, no. but it dates Anywho. back to the 1800s. Here's, here's the other problem. Here's my other question. How
0: does this dude, you said he worked at the, the Smithsonian?
1: Yeah. He was tied, I don't know the full details, but he was like tied to the Smithsonian, like family or whatever. Um, I think he worked for Yeah, you got to look that up. Yeah, he, yeah. I, think, I think, yeah, Chacho's right. He worked for them. And uh, he was sent there to explore, and that's where all the auto- artifacts were, like, confiscated. Because there's a whole nother conspiracy that I might, might do next week is about the Smithsonian, that they have their own, like, Area 51-type deal where they have so much shit that they don't share with the general public. Okay. All
0: right. All right. But here's – this is what leads me into my debunk of this.
1: Right? Okay.
0: Like an art – artifact laundering scheme – where you yeah. just sent this guy to a cave and they're like, We found all this Egyptian shit that they had actually stolen from Egypt. That way the Egyptians couldn't Ooh. get it back. Ooh. And they were like, no, no, no. This is our mm. stuff. We found it. But it's like Egyptian mummies, my mm. man. No, no, my brother in Christ. We found this in, <laughs> in the in the in the Grand Canyon. These are our mummies. That, that specifically says to uncommon." on it like it's got a no 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 that's our that's america's toot, yeah. toot less it's it's actually toot less common you know what i mean mm-hmm. i'm just saying mm-hmm. it could be a way to steal some artifacts maybe we got yeah, yeah. Some shit going, maybe we got some crooked stuff going on here um and then what else did i have
1: well well hey oh. buddy did they did, did they back to your artifacts me? like what about the caves, though, and how they were built and all that crazy stuff? And, like, the hieroglyphs and all that?
0: Well, I mean, well, like how they, did they get him there? In 1900? It, yeah. well, he right. found all that shit in Indiana Jones! Like, in one day, he's, like, just walking around. He didn't, like, I don't <laughs> I know about whip, you, but if I'd been walking <laughs> to a cave and found one room with all of them, with, like, where 50,000 people could have hung out and had grain, I probably would have stopped there and been like... Let's look at this room. We'll look at the rest later. You know what I mean? But this dude's just like, fuck it. Let's keep going. Like, oh, we it's the metallurgy room. Keep on moving. Mummies. I <laughs> found my mummy. You know what I mean? I don't know. To me, yeah. it sounds like like we stole some shit. Probably. Hmm. Like some shit. We gave him like four I MREs. And we were people. like, hey, for four MREs. We just want whatever's over there. And then we took it and we brought it back. And we were like, somebody's going to want this back at some point. We're like, well, how can we keep it? And we were like, let's just say we found it here. They also have, uh, but but that being said, I'll help you out with your conspiracy a little bit. There's also some Egyptian pyramid stuff they found in Tennessee at one point. There's another site in Tennessee, like over in East Tennessee. Really? So, yeah. When they, uh, I think they're building a dam. Uh, They're excavating for a dam. They found like the bottom or like a pyramid and then some Egyptian artifacts or something. So it could be could be a thing. But I also feel like we also we do a lot of I I know that America's the good guys, but we do steal some shit every now and then. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll take it.
1: (laughs) I can get behind that. That's dope. I got to look that up, buddy. Okay, so you're like probably not. We stole some shit, but there is a possibility that it could happen. Yes. was that a fair assessment of, uh, of what you assessment. said that yeah. would be okay good shit
2: nice Next. we got chris we got crystal on youtube saying hi what's up crystal hey. and then uh we got kurt our uh resident actual conspiracy conspiracy theorist uh where he's like you know oh, we're going into world war three with israel um as i said stay ready brother you never
0: know Ooh, all I'm right so wait yeah wait. And then we got, got a yeah,
2: so lot, lot of chats on there. And uh, Damien, my old friend, says you guys should go on a VGT fact-finding mission and go check it out. Um, you know, maybe we should, Damien.
0: Maybe we should. You know what? Yeah, so- that sounds like a good show. We got to get some sponsors. We'll do, like, some kind of, like, underground archaeology Like Tim Kennedy,
2: you know, when he's looking for Nazis in South America. Oh, yeah, like that. he's looking
0: for yeah. yeah, he's looking for Hitler. <laughs> He's like, yep. oh, I'm using this program that I got from Special Forces from the Fox Corps. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: have that idea though. We need some sponsors with like some outdoor survival gear and stuff, and then we go. Uh, we got to have ones.
2: literally does outdoor survival stuff. So yeah. Boom. Yeah, good there segue. We, go. we got yeah. That's Do it. A, that's yeah. We, uh, we are. Uh, starting hey guys, it. we're gonna go
0: find some Egyptian shit. Yeah. next uh, Next week it. we
2: start. Next week we start our sponsorship with uh, Four Patriot. Our partnership with them. Uh, so Four Patriots is uh, coming in, and uh, we're gonna help them uh, sell some of their generators and their meal prepping food and all that good stuff. Their outdoor survival stuff. So. I bet. Yeah. Hey, I,
0: I will bet you dollars to donuts. By the way, that if we wanted to go to the to the Grand Canyon and find this place, we get ourselves. Like, here's the plan. Paul Paul one of our one of our partners has the freaking RV. We're good. 511 tactical pants, some t-shirts and clipboards. We walk right in. Just yep. tell them that we're supposed to be there. You get an yep. area 51 that way, guaranteed. Exactly. exactly. Wait, Absolutely. Do you know who the fuck I am? I have a a requisition. You see the cargo pants? Who wears these pants? Nobody normal wears these pants. Nobody wears these unless they're on a business.
1: clipboard. Like, I mean business.
0: Or they're retired (laughs) and at Walmart. Yeah. Uh, you
1: got to have a son to
3: watch.
2: Yeah, Dave, with the conspiracy, like, I, you know, I've, I always try to, like, when people are, like, they want to think that, like, we're the greatest generation. This is the greatest civilization. This is the greatest. There's no way these idiots could have known that. Yeah, like that's there was a lot of smart people back in the day on record and who knows how old this freaking earth is and again this is what I what I love fascinating about one of the wonders of the world which is the Grand Canyon. A lot of weird shit going on in there. Uh for those of you who think the earth's like 15 million years old and carbon dating and all that stuff there's layers of the Grand Canyon higher that are older with carbon dating than lower in the Grand Canyon. When they do the carbon dating like how the hell does that work? I was, I was mm-hmm. like, 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 I was the lower part, like younger than that. What, what happened? All right. So flip I did a flip.
0: Everybody knows that. Turned yeah, once the again, solar. I don't
2: think carbon dating's a good, like, a, like I think it sucks, but whatever. Uh, I'm going to go with buddy on this one though. Like, I think we stole a bunch of shit. Uh, and the, where it came from in Tennessee, that was obvious when the freaking, you know, the crusaders, when they came down the Knights Templar. Came like in the eleven hundreds. They got some shit when mm-hmm. they were over there, you know. They they mm-hmm. were over there before the Crusades mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They stole some shit, right? And maybe they had some Egyptians with them. You never know. And that dude just started writing on the wall, like like whatever. And then the, the Spanish, right? They came up and when they were looking for China, and said they just found South America and killed everybody, right? Like they, they 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 probably had some Egyptian shit with them too. Who knows, right? And mm. they start right, They start writing on the wall. So I'm gonna go that way. I think it's a. Uh,
3: I think it's a lot of stolen stuff. That's what I'm going with. I like that. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but but uh, what's uh? I always wonder one thing. I wonder one thing. With all the technology we have today, we still have no idea how the pyramids were built. So are we really that know. smart? Do we really know? But I agree. I think, man, you find stuff in a cave here. There were there were people on this continent well before Columbus that and it's being proven every day it's we're rewriting history so you know stolen stuff throw it in a cave throw some mummies in the smithsonian we have no mummies we're not giving them back
0: (laughs) the big
1: question with that and i'll i'll leave it at that is are they purposely teaching us false information on how they were built and then why or are they just teaching us because that's well, the same it, reason why God Napoleon blew the nose? Napoleon blew the nose off
2: the Sphinx because he didn't want people to think that these these you know these, these people rolling around with camels and freaking stuff over so there. That it's literally
1: water. changes everything. Like okay, the Egyptians and their pyramids. Well, now we have pyramids in the U.S. and <laughs> Egyptian hieroglyphs. Like that just rewrites history and what we were taught hey, in everywhere so th- there's a question everywhere you know like why would they do that because if they knew but they're doing it on purpose is like you know that's yeah. that's, that's well, why a would they build problem a problem in itself
3: we're, we're taught that the, the pyramids were tombs
5: mm-hmm. they've
3: never found one single sarcophagus or mummy nothing have you ever been have you
2: ever been, been in the pyramids. have you ever been, in the,
0: I've the I've been
3: in the pyramids I've been
2: yeah
0: I've I've been, I've been in the pyramids I've also oh, major did. flex!
2: Major flex with
1: your no, first no, no. appointment. Yeah, you guys. The there. <laughs> 2001, <laughs> yeah. 2002. You guys,
0: yeah. No, I've seen like the uh, the rooms that are in the pyramids could have held a bunch of stuff, right? But like I've been down the little corridors to get into those those rooms that are like marble and granite, I mean there's no expanding and shrinking them. They are the size that they are. Um, and then I've also been to like the Egyptian or Egyptianal Egyptian National Egyptian-al. Museum with all the sarcophagus, like the like the, the giant. Very Egyptianish of you, buddy. Egyptian. yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, the Canadian. It's Egyptian. The uh, but anyway, you can't make fun of me if I correct. I'm you not. Correctly. I'm not. I'm just trying. I'm Anywho,
2: trying to make up more words like you did. The
0: uh, <laughs> I feel like if you're if you're Egyptology, you, you can just make up your own shit. But anyway. <laughs> There's no way that shit fits down the fucking shafts to get into those rooms. Like it's mm-hmm. oh, shafts are too small. Yeah.
3: So unless they hey, built it, my you know wife's closet is fit, not that big. that big. You'd be amazed how much shit you can get into like a small guy. area.
0: And, 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 and you are right. Like nobody's ever found a body <laughs> in the pyramids. They're all like the around the pyramids in the graveyards that are around there, but that's it. So Oh, nice. uh, well, and, and one last thing right? to the
1: pyramids, like some of them, like the rocks and the stone that they needed were like hundreds of miles away.
0: Yeah, well, and they, they just those down, down the, the desert. That they know how they did. And <laughs> well, <laughs> back then, the, the, it, the, the water around the pyramids during the fall, like the wet season, it, you know, they could they could basically float the boats right up to it and they would drop them off. That being said, they're still moving tons and tons of of shit in a really quick time. Like it's, either way, it's amazing whether we did it or aliens did it. It's still, yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing. Aliens. I'm. It probably I tried was to get a aliens. Now here's my here's my theory on how the pyramids. It was aliens. Aliens did it. They got a bunch of uh people from south of our border over there. Mm-hmm. Dude, those pyramids would have been done quick as fuck. Have you ever seen, like, Mexican construction workers? Yeah, I, I see First a lot of First of all, there's a million of them on every project. They've got a barbecue and they've got a microwave. They don't stop working. Best workers ever. They're, they're crushing it. They would have had pyramids done in, like, a week and a half. Tops. Three days. Three, yeah, There's a
2: Cowboys game on in probably two
0: days. Yeah, so, like, it, it, yeah. And the only <laughs> thing that they ever would have said, if you ask them a question or you tell them that you wanted a pyramid like a different way, see, si, see, si, Senor, and then they keep fucking moving. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, no, I, that's all they say. I'm just saying uh, it was it was illegal aliens. It's
2: so, a good one. It's got it's got to go a little bit. I like it. I like it. Or we um, just do it was, all? conspiracy theories today or what we can't we can but i mean uh it's you know i was going to say to those of you watching the show for the first time welcome you know yeah. and uh, uh yeah go get a re- go get a refill rob uh yeah but uh show us what you got rocking <laughs> under that desk um <laughs> i've already seen it i've already seen it
3: it's um, a, we've <laughs> a pig in a blanket around my house it's-
2: <laughs> but no those of you watching for the first time uh again some shows are very serious some are not some are really most of them are funny but uh we do this for our own mental health because we're all fucking crazy right so we get to just come on for an hour shoot some shit and we love everybody commenting and everybody watching with us uh we we love the community that's been built and it's just
0: a great time but buddy let's get into your honesty cap i feel like it's been a month Ooh, so my honesty cap is completely on uh you know the, the guy that was talking earlier about the u.s troops in israel First of all, I hate to tell everybody this, but U.S. troops have been in Israel for the last seventy-five years or so, maybe eighty. They've been there for a hot minute. So yep. U.S. troops, special operations being in Israel, is not that out of the ordinary. So don't 90. don't get don't get fucking nuts just because. But what I find interesting is now that a war is in the in the news or maybe go like the possibility of a war is going into the news. We are in the, the weird area where everybody has to make it somehow. It's like the, the like five degrees of Kevin Bacon, but they like have to find some way to like figure out how to either directly or indirectly make it about them. Like they're like fucking. So, uh, so what do you think about, uh, what do you think about the Israel Palestine thing? We think I, so. Uh, I've got a, uh, I've got a cousin that works as a water purification specialist over in the three hundred and fifty second MP quartermaster corps. You think, uh, you think he's three quarters retarded? You think he's gonna be able to? He's gonna have to go? You think they're gonna draft everybody? You think that's what? No, they're not gonna. We're not fucking. <laughs> One. It, it, first of all, Israel is the size of like North Alabama. What fuck would we need to draft people to go there for? It's not a thing. Secondly, if it's World War III, we, 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 they're going to draft you. You're, you're at the place they're going to the, Where are they going to send you? To your house? You're just <laughs> your house. We're not fucking invading people. Like, come on. Let's fucking sink a little bit. And probably, before <laughs> you send fucking your cousin Mongo who fucking cleans the big shit particles out of the water, they're probably going to pick up, like, I don't know, the 82nd, the 101st, 10th Mountain, probably some more Special Forces people. But (laughs) all of the people on this, like, we probably have a better chance of getting called back up to go to war. And we're going to be, it's going to be like, they'd have us, It'd be like the beginning of a really shitty fucking war movie where it's just like old fucking guys going in and it's like the boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. And then all of a sudden, one of us stops. It's like, oh, my fucking back. Ah, shit. (laughs) Or or, or Rob's hip. Oh, uh, that's fucking funny. uh, All the music kind of fucking stops for a second because one of us can't hold our piss for a minute. But we're still better than fucking... Your cousin Mungo, calm down, everybody. Let's just wait for (laughs) shit to fucking pan out. We'll see what happens. I bet that if you just let Israel do its thing, it could just take care of the problem. We don't have to do shit. Israel is so fucking good at dealing with it at this point. Like There was a time 60 years ago where we were like, hey, we need to give them some shitty fighter planes so they can defend themselves. You know what they ended up doing is taking those shitty fighter planes and making them better. They made them better. They invented their own shit. They made mm-hmm. the Uzi. The fucking Uzi is them. That's all them. That's their own shit. They've got guns that shoot around corners. They can just like in a video put them around corners. And open their heads, They're just fucking.
1: You got on that crazy head. dome, dude. That crazy yeah. dome.
0: They don't give anything. They, they got it. Calm down. We don't need your cousin Mongo. We don't need fucking your your fucking Aunt Betty. We're we're good. They can deal with it for right now. Let's just all calm down. Let's have a have a couple have a couple fucking some Tent mountain bourbon of some sort, maybe some coffee. Watch watch the tide start rolling against Tennessee because they need when they need all of your hopes and prayers more than. You feel. <laughs> Let's let's pray for Alabama. All right. Anyway. We're we gonna invade Alabama yeah, now, losing buddy, cheers, that that is, is good, buddy. Cheers. That was good, buddy. That
2: was
3: good. Yeah, I I heard invade Alabama. Yeah. Northern you
0: Alabama. Motherfucker you try to invade Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> Alabama. Well, that's <laughs> where the
1: pyramid <laughs> is, you said, up, right? Baby. We gotta go there. Oh, Tennessee. Yeah.
2: East Tennessee. That's Tennessee. Tennessee's where oh. the pyramid is. Yeah. <laughs> oh
0: no, I'm a, I'm what <laughs> we call the outer layer of security for Alabama. I'm just in Tennessee. Yeah,
2: there the you go. Here the yeah. Yeah, you
1: guys. What is, well, we're right? like, yeah. What's yeah. the whole thing about women I mean, getting drafted good. now? Like, what? It, who started that whole? Like, it, did there did
0: women getting drafted? Was you know, that was a long, long time draft ago. Draft that, was ago. that was a long yeah. time who ago. Started that, who started yeah. that? Was a bunch of really pissed off infantrymen <laughs> that were mad that women could be combat arms. And they're like, okay, we'll wait till the draft starts.
1: Well, so we, we, we still don't issue them selective service, service numbers. so I didn't know it's like something recently happened. No, where, because you know, like, the,
0: the mm, it's like all over the, the internet.
1: Everybody's talking about it. I'm like, yeah. I haven't seen anything. Like, yeah, did I Congress pass a bill? Like, like, should, like is, Israel so, has
3: so, had women in combat arms. Absolutely. Oh,
0: first of all, years. Israel oh, yeah. doesn't have women mm-hmm. in combat arms. They've got super attractive women in combat arms. <laughs> 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 Those. Are, okay. Like yeah. A, fair point. Fair I point. am going to. I'm attacking. <laughs> Just get me. <laughs> All now, of a sudden, I just became yeah, a Jew. Yeah. <laughs> just like <laughs> that, Rod I Carew. Put, I would put a bunch of those Israeli women on the front line just because as soon as you lock eyes with them, you drop your weapon. You're just like, I give up. I surrender yeah. to you. Yeah. I, I, have I have been I, you my whole life. That
2: say maybe 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 you know the the nation of Islam moralizing some for
1: some like terrorist fucking Islam like to get fucking pop. May, well, may, maybe them, the, you know? the you know the
2: the barbaric uh, Islamic terrorist type faction of yep. Islam had figured this out, which is why they do Sharia law. It's like cover these women up because we got to stay focused. All right, we can't just yeah. be dropping our rifles at, at every time we see a hot chick. So like, i yeah. <laughs> just not used to it but
0: um oh that was good that was, oh, that, was anyway. good that
1: was good buddy it's been a while yeah
0: anyway. well yeah sometimes sometimes yeah, it like works that. sometimes it doesn't you never know yeah well that the draft
2: did get close uh to to women being drafted a couple of years ago it got brought up on I the know floor that actually. yeah um and like I went nuts i I got triggered I was a triggered pansy when that happened so Here's I was it. like I was like, "Hey, first of all, I have two daughters. If any one of them get drafted, I will find every single one of the Congress people that voted for it and cut their head off."
0: You know what? You know know what? I'm not every every single freaking one of them. I do wish. I I do wish that uh, Dave was still in recruiting, because I would love to hear the conversations right now where the recruit. You seen that meme where the guys like behind the tree doing this little number? (laughs) I feel like. Look, recruiters are like World War 3. They're doing this and they're like I'm about to get somebody with three neck tattoos, one face tattoo and four yeah. felonies. Fill yeah. mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. these contracts.
2: Yeah, all, all of a sudden yeah, all, of, all of a sudden uh there's, ga- there's active gangs on military bases again. Weird yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yes. yeah.
1: So like it, <laughs> get these guys you sure I guess struggling. I know that. You sure I guess struggling.
2: Just throw more money yeah. at them. But hey, anyways, I get the distinct privilege to introduce our guest who uh is has slipped right into the VTT fashion on his I think he's on his, Ciaccio, third old Ciaccio, his, his, his third His third old forester. Now if you if you read it, uh you know if you read the intro and all that kind of stuff, I was like, I didn't know that they had uh like supply units in Ranger Regiment. But we 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 found a guy that knows everything about supply who happens to be a ranger. So it was like, holy shit, like what it's the unicorn. Because everybody, like, you know, especially Buddy, uh, Green Brace, like, the, the shit just shows up. Like, hey, I need this. And all of a sudden, poof, it's there. Right? Like, you know, 82nd, we're borrowing each other's boots and stuff like that. You know, like, you got two rights. So let me get a left one. I don't know. I, something's going on here. <laughs> but, hey, Rob, welcome to the Dumpster Fire. Tell us a little bit about uh, your service uh, and then you know, what that, what that weird logo is with that flame on it, like building fire engines or something like that. But uh, tell us about the
3: fire engine company report work um, Yeah. So joined in 93 um, mechanic and then went to rip in 97 and spent the rest of my career retired in 14 with the Ranger Regiment. And like, like you said, so back, back then, well, even nowadays um, doesn't matter what your MOS is. When you go to the Ranger Regiment, you go through selection and there's no MOS's. Um, it's E5 and below and then E6 and above, right? For the two different selections. So um, so I went in as an E4, um, You know, went through all the different schools, the specialized schools. You still gotta meet all those standards. And then about uh, 2004, 2005, somewhere in there, when we were knee deep in the GWAT, um, as we're deploying, Um, Regiment didn't they didn't have any support companies or or anything right you're kind of you're on your own whatever support you have is what you have and and it's kind of a basically a 90 day package is kind of how the regiment was was set up. Um, So working with the other organizations, they had support elements and basically I came back in 2003 2004 and said "All right, bullshit, we need help. I can't do it with three or four mechanics and 17, you know, seven different outstations and, and all, and and then on top of that, you know, back then the regiment had what 12 vehicles, we had some RSOF, some special, you know, some bikes and things like that. When GWAT started, um, we had to be, we had to make the the companies mobile. So instead of having one company that had vehicles now the entire battalion had them. So that transition basically into that whole support side. So, I moved up to regimental headquarters and then worked with USASOC and JSOC, and we built um, we built the, the echo company or the support company, which was kind of mirrored after the GSB a little bit. Um, the difference between the GSB and the, the Ranger RSTB or, or echo companies is the selection process. So there's not a levy, um, you're, not, you're not sent to GSB and you know at the Ranger regiment, you still have to go through RASP one, RASP two, you have to meet all those requirements um so that was kind of the the end you know went through ranger school jump master school Sierra, all those other schools to to um, all the shooting schools and and you know breacher courses so we were still you know the regiment's kind of a smaller um element it's a larger element inside of jsoc but a smaller element when it comes to to what they're doing and, and the support they have so so we built that and now echo company is alive and well um they're, you know, they're, they're. I think anywhere from eighty to one hundred and twenty. Um, I think the MTO is about one hundred and twenty. So moving up through the ranks, that offered different leadership positions and ended up retiring out of the regiment as a sergeant major out there. Um, and just kind of, you know, they're still alive and well. So now when you see the regiment, those guys have um, internal support along with the external support that comes from the different organizations inside the different tiers. Um, And that transition into what I do now, you know, with Darley, you know, knowing the procurement side, knowing the support side, knowing the infantry side and the combat operations side, it was kind of a a perfect match with Darley defense, uh, Darley. um, And, and I'm in the defense side of the division of Darley. And the company has been around over 115 years. We actually built the first um, fire truck. Um, production fire truck and uh, Paul Darley, who is our CEO today, is the grandson of William Darley, who who actually got with uh, Henry Ford and they put they built a fire truck on the Model T and it was the first production fire truck ever. You know, back then in the Very early cool. 1900s. Yeah, yeah. it's it's cool. They actually have a serial number one in our headquarters in Chicago. It's Itasca, so just a little bit outside of Chicago, but. Really, really cool company. They've been in the fire business and supporting um, first responders for over 100 years. And and then having that, basically, they looked around and all the neighborhoods had fire. Kind of they they did their own firefighting back then. Um, There wasn't really a fire department. And so William Darley got with Henry Ford and said, hey, let's make this thing cheaper. I want to say it was around nine grand for a fire truck back then in the 1900s, early 1900s. And when he made that Model T, it, it basically took that price down to about 2,500 bucks, so significant. Then they had all interchangeable parts and all that. So that's where Darley got their name. And now we, we have a defense side of the company that since 2009, they've been supporting defense since uh, World War II. But what we do now is we like to say talks to socks, anything and everything. C5 ISR, the logistics side, robotics. Um, we work all the way from the program executive offices in research and development, all the way down to supplying the maneuver assets and, and elements all the way across the DOD, three letters of the government, uh, first responders, and uh, and warfighters. So really, really a good fit. I, I love the company. It's a great place to be. And then that's where me and Nick obviously met, um, you know, coming out of the military and having that background and then being able to really give back. So.
2: Yeah, that's uh, for those of you watching that are still active duty and you're wondering like where the stuff is uh, that you thought you ordered or you requested. Uh, and we've all been there in the military, wondering why we only got half of our issue and all that stuff. And um, it, it's it's super cool that the way that Rob's aligned his team um, to where it's a bunch of sergeant majors or, you know, retired E-8s, E-9s that really cared about troops. All right, And now when I walk around with these guys, you can tell they're walking into these uh, S4 and, and aid sections and, and headquarters and like, hey, look, like we have the way to get your guys everything that they need really fast. All right. And I thought that that was uh, super cool. And then obviously, when I started doing the work with the virtual reality company, I, I called up my buddy, Mark, who I was the first sergeant with in Hawaii. I was like, hey, how come like how come, you know, I thought Hawaii like kind of like was like not that good of a unit at first, you know, and it's like, but why were we getting everything that we requested and wanted right away? And he goes, it's, it's this program called TLS, man. I know how to use it. And this is when he was still active. Right. And yeah. he's coming in there. So talk about that. Like, yeah. I, I know for my job, you know, it's rewarding to still go, you know, base to base and talk with people. Talk about that for like transitioning veterans or people like that. Of, like, you know, you, you might not necessarily have to find a new tribe, but maybe just get in the, the tribe the way, it, maybe not the way it used to be. Does that make any sense?
3: Yeah no so it's you know procurement. No, it didn't. The, crazy, the crazy thing about the army is we're terrible at procuring. Just period. You right? I mean even even on the log side, they they know the the contracting commands and so forth. But the contract that we're on, you mentioned TLS, the the DLA contract. Um, it's essentially a um, it's a it's a brand name specific. Right. So what you want is what you get. It's a 72 hour process. And so what we did, um, I, I learned about the company in the process um, when I retired in 14, working with another company and eventually came to Darley um, three and a half years ago. And we built the Army team to support the Army based on, like you said, E-8s and E-9s and guys who, who know exactly what the mission requirements are. They understand the, the pain points and they understand where the capability gaps are. And if we don't know it right now, we're learning it. Um, and then we link in with companies like you work with Nick on the virtual reality side where, um, you know, a command wants that specific item and maybe they've got some time invested, they've got some um, possibly even money and, and resources invested. And it goes through a, a contracting office that. They may get something, but it might not be what they're looking for. And then they got to go back and, and re-procure it. So this contract really helps situate and, and facilitate the, the procurement and getting the units exactly what they're asking for based on their requirement um, and, and in a timely fashion. It's a 72-hour bid process and it, it really, it's kind of like heartwarming on our side because we all get to give back. You know, we, we still get to have that touch point with the active duty. We're still... You know, I've got guys all over the the country and we 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 have the ability to cover all over the world. Right. The, the Indo-Pacific theater, um, UCOM and everywhere in the continental United States. And so as these guys are deploying, we, we go into deployments and rotations with NTC or JRTC. We'll help outfit them with the equipment if they're not familiar with exactly what they want to purchase. Well, before you end up spending your unit money, let's put these systems on you let's go do proof of concept and when you come out let's tweak that figure out what works and then we'll move into the procurement process when that's exactly you're getting exactly what you need to fill the capability gap so so i enjoy it i love doing it it's what we did as ncos in the army um you know try and find the the capabilities that we can fill our capability gaps with and how can we better equip our troops and better equip for training for combat and for war so you know, I, I love it. It's what I do every day. It's that's, a great time. Yeah, that's
2: awesome. So, hey, anybody who's watching this that's still active duty, all right, feel free to email the Big Earl if you're wondering about what your supply chain looks like, and uh, I'll get you in touch with these guys uh, over at Darley. It's super awesome. But, buddy, what are you all triggered about right now? Because I, I know Rob's an old warfighter.
0: He doesn't want to talk about
2: Darley all day long. But what do we got going on here?
0: Oh, oh you talking about the fact that Alabama just stopped uh, Tennessee on 4th yeah. and one? I mean, yeah, yeah, but but also, what's Lisa Lisa talking about? The uh, the funny thing about the whole supply chain thing, and uh, it's like as as infantrymen as like, I mean, even on a team as a Green Beret, like we would bitch about the supply chain and bitch about not getting things, and that's about as far as it went. You know what I mean? You bitch about it, and then you just make do. You just learn to make do. The the greatest thing that ever happened on my team was uh, one of my Charlies got tired of bitching about it and then learned it and then everybody was like, why are you guys getting slings and butt socks and all this other shit? And he was like, ah, oh, we're just we're just ordering it. You, you you can order it, right? You can just get it. And we were like, wait, what? Like we can just get it? And we get so if, I mean the system is there. Um, it's just learning how to use it, which seems to be the, uh, the biggest pain. They're like, Oh, I don't have time to do that. I'll just make do with this half butt sock that I have and, and it'll be fine. Nothing.
1: No big deal. I'm trying um, to find out what Lisa's trying to say. Sorry to interrupt, uh, but what Yeah, Lisa no, no, we, yeah we gotta, we, I, I don't
0: yeah, know. Yeah, we gotta get I, on what yeah, I, Oh, saying. you're talking about that? that yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know
1: what... Where, the, Lisa, name? first and foremost, where are you tuning in from? Because we've had this before and it was like somewhere, I think, where, where was it? Asia, somewhere,
0: somewhere
1: yeah, like I, I, two in the morning, so it, it's, well, it, there's a reason to be a little crazy, you know. It's two in the morning. Well, I was,
2: I was on my 12th bourbon yelling at that one poor lady, she, she was fine, she was actually <laughs> yeah. trying to compliment us, I think. And like, how
1: is, uh, yeah.
0: you know, we Arkansas, did, you know, oh, your neighborhood, Arkansas,
1: a buddy. Kansas.
0: hey Lisa, you know we're trying to understand you what you're saying, we're trying to decipher. You got to give it up to Arkansas and their governor protect China. Yeah, that's nah, true. Nah, God love the hockey. You don't get to own yeah. any land here anymore. Like, we're taking that back. That's our land now. You get out yeah, of here. No, no, oh, Lisa, I was a bourbon drinker. Yeah. So, um you're the, beer the drinker. other the other thing I was going to ask what's the deal with DLA? I just saw a thing where DLA is in like fairly big trouble for all their their warehouse shortages and well, not shortages, but they're overages of, like, broken equipment that's, like, deadline. Can't oh, I saw fixed. that. Like, $6 billion worth yeah. of broken equipment. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, 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 they well, have to inspect, like, it's new shit. And they're like, yeah, yeah. it's busted, busted. Like, we're just... We, well, we
3: a, lot no it, a lot of it, a lot of it, that was... If you remember, you know, back when we were all running around the Army, uh DLA, they had warehouses all over the world. Yeah. The, the, the chiefs, the, the maintenance or the supply chiefs could go in there and their little G whiz Sam's, or whatever it was, and they could get order rid- all over the world. Yeah, right.
1: What's that? No, I'm uh, just sorry. sorry, I'm just following Lisa's chat. I'm trying to like decipher what she's saying. Oh. Stop, t- Stop taking, and cotton. Man, we got babies here.
2: Hospital and then, like, the Womack hospital, you want to get rid of that and then get rid of cotton.
3: Hey, I
0: hate cotton too. Yeah, fuck I'm cotton. all about. Yeah. Lisa, you I have want our nylon. undivided it's attention right open.
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Lisa. You have our undivided attention. Yeah, you got <laughs> to I get rid of Womack, man. Solid. Both of my I babies am. are Woolmack babies, man. My, my kids are Womack babies too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah you are are too, buddy. Awesome. Oh,
1: yeah. our, our kids had the same midwife. Yeah, you're right. it's funny. Yeah.
2: Dude, we're not getting rid of yeah, Womack. Lisa, we're, we're just—it's a dumpster
1: fire, Lisa. We're having fun with you, but we're just trying to yeah. get rid of Womack and cop. Right? Yeah. I, I yeah. Explain that yeah. as we continue with the dumpster fire. But yeah.
0: anyway, yeah. Can we get back to DLA and how do I get free <laughs> shit from DLA now that Tom's I'm like? How the hell are we going to talk go about DLA? DLA. I don't think I get a DLA
2: conversation spark, but here we go, dumpster yeah, fire, yeah. DLA Well, they got rid
3: of. Well, the army, you know, well, not just the army, but DOD. They realized, you know, especially during the GY, way back when in the early 2000s, they they can't compete. There's n- there's so many other organizations out there, the Amazons, the Walmarts, all of the material and all the equipment the Army or, or the DOD needs is right there at your fingertips. It's not sitting in a warehouse that's 10 years old. And then on top of that, in the warehouse, you got to have people maintain that. You got to go through and all the inventory. So I think that's where. I, I'm not familiar with, with the story you're talking about, but but that's where the, this contract that we're on really came to be sparked is why would we have the military and why would we have this real estate and these big warehouses and these people manning them when we could just reach out to the commercial off the shelves? You know, why don't we just call L3 Harris or call Darley and say, hey, we need X amount of radios and we execute that contract and they get the radios within, you know, several months as opposed to waiting in this this massive bureaucracy of warehouses and going through so so that that's where the 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 dod really is kind of leveraging the the industry right now and the civilian market you know the amazon jeff bezos ain't an idiot
2: nope turned a bookstore into what it is now arkansas patriot in the house what's up todd Oh, we got oh, all the shit on now. So we got the husband hey, on. Too. Robert, where where
0: all uh, where all are you uh, are you guys located? Are you guys like on every base or what?
3: Yeah, so on the on the army team. So we have a, a navy team. We have an air force team. So we we cover all DoD. We cover all the three letter organizations, federal organizations, uh, local um, and state agencies. So any first responder, any local, state, federal, um, organization. And then on the army side, we're all over the continent of the United States within the region. So we are touching all the bases. Um, and then also Indo-Pacific, um, and, and UCOM there's, we don't have boots on the ground right now on the army side of UCOM. Um, we're working on that. Um, so, Hey, if you're out there and you're listening and you're in the European theater and you're looking to either get out and stay there, Hit, hit, hit us up. I'm looking for somebody in that region right now. But um, so we need boots on the ground there. But but really, yeah, we're worldwide. We cover and and we also take care of it doesn't matter if they're in Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria, Africa. We get the equipment directly to them um, and we get it to them as quick as we possibly can. As long as long as we have our hands on it, we can get it to them very very quickly and then they don't have that bureaucracy of the logistics supply chain on the army side it's all done on the the civilian industry side so makes it a little bit easier hey hey,
2: uh hey rob sorry uh we'll have you on as a guest host again you guys keep going but i gotta jump because i got a basketball game for my daughter i gotta go to. but hey love you guys and uh we'll see you uh next week for sure
0: hey nick try not getting kicked off i i I I got i got kicked
2: out of the i got kicked out of the eighth grade game i'm gonna try to stay i'm gonna try to stick around for this one yeah Hey, go call the
1: fouls. That are bullshit fouls. Right. Yeah. There first calf, Todd. First calf. Okay. I mean, yeah, you guys are all right.
3: Yeah. Um, <sighs> I got all night, so I don't have to go anywhere. Yeah, no, yeah, I have
1: yeah, to get yeah. off eventually. But yeah, yeah, we. I know, buddy was asking some well, questions and stuff. A, yeah. I'm
0: about to go get a refill on my uh my my coffee here in a second. But uh, so. I guess the big thing is how do people get a hold of you if they do want to uh, like work for, right back. for Darla or any of that shit or any of that, any of that shit or yeah uh, you so know a couple, I mean? couple ways you can go to e
3: uh, you can go to edarly.com. yeah got a little feedback so you can go there um, and then they can always reach out here to you guys at, at veteran trash talk and and uh, Nick and push them out my, my email. Um, if if you want me to put my email out there, I can absolutely do that. Um, no,
0: no, you're fine. You're fine. They can always just go to edarley.com. No big deal.
3: Edarley.com. They can, they can reach out, look in there and they can find my name and send me a little personal message or send a message to the, uh, to the company and they'll hit me up. And then I can reach out to them or I'll, I'll get the reps. Um, in their local area directly involved with them.
0: Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, so how long have you been with, you said you've been with, uh, Darley since, uh, 2014.
3: Uh, so I retired in 14 and worked for another company before that. I've been with Darley since, uh, 2020. So right before COVID hit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Coming up on, on, yeah. Coming up on four years.
0: Yeah. And then, do you need a uh, logistics background? Is that a big thing, or is that what nope. you guys are, are looking for? Is logistics yeah. backgrounds? Or...
3: So, great question. The answer is no. You just need um, what what we're looking for is the the military background. I can teach. I can teach a squirrel logistics. That's the easy part. What we're looking for is, um, your experience out there in the field. And, and it's non MOS specific. Mm -hmm. Um, most of my guys are retired 11 Bravo SARD majors. Um, so you don't have to be this, this logistics, you know, guru. Um, what you need to know is, um, really listen, when you retire from the military, it's all about Rolodex, all about your experience Mm -hmm. and it's all about your contacts. End of story. You're you're valuable for two years in the industry. Um, this is according to me. But you come out of the military for two years. Your experiences, your contacts, your relationships, those are valuable. And then if you're not re- if you're not exercising those for two years, we all know every twenty four months everybody changes out. Right? Yeah. It's changing commander, new NCO. So that's where that that twenty four months. So if you're looking for an opportunity or a job. Um, you work from home. Um, that's the other beautiful part of this is you're working from home. There's a little bit of travel, depends on where you are. Um, but yeah, it's just literally, I can help teach you how to do what we do. And But really, it's just figuring out what the pain points are, where the capability gaps are. And we work with 3,500 companies out there um, to figure out how we can fill those capability gaps and how we can help support the
0: warfighter. Well, that's—I mean—it's pretty badass, pretty cool. I need a job, so I'm gonna—I'm probably gonna hit you guys up. I'm like, yo, yeah, well, let, let me get that, job. So, anyway, well, we gotta close out. Apparently, Dave's supposed to have the AAR. I think.
1: No, I don't have the AAR. That's all you, buddy. You You're took copious notes earlier. No, yeah, not.
0: I was only taking notes on your stupid. Uh, your your conspiracy. About The The Kincaid cave? You know what? I don't understand how that didn't come up with Rob earlier. He knows about logistics. Logistically, bringing everything over from Egypt seems difficult. Just saying. Well, Rob,
1: Rob, Rob agreed that that conspiracy was actually accurate. Like, he thinks that it definitely Maybe,
0: maybe Mm -hmm. those caves in the Grand Canyon. All right. Back to that conspiracy, Rob. Maybe those caves in the Grand Canyon are like DLA type warehouses, but for Egyptians.
3: They could be, or there's a distinct possibility those caves connect to the caves in Gaza with Hamas. And maybe we have Hamas fighters in the Grand Canyon. They're going back and forth.
1: Yeah. You guys could be. be. (laughs) There is a conspiracy that there's a trail in the Grand Canyon. Have you guys seen this, buddy? You're on TikTok quite a bit because I always see you arguing with people in your car. That there's like obviously I don't even understand how this could happen, but there's actually a trail from the Grand Canyon that leads to Africa. Like I don't know how it would go through like the ocean and stuff. Have you seen that?
0: that?
1: Oh my god. I mean there's some crazy (laughs) shit, you know, but like, come on, man.
0: How long would that walk take? You know what I mean? Yeah, like at like, least
1: twelve hours. It's, it's going to be more than a
3: twelve-mile foot mark. Yeah, 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 Guaranteed.
0: This be, isn't well, like Sarah Palin saying, "I see Russia."
3: You
2: know, <laughs> this
0: is like. <laughs> there better hey, be they, some they really good us. restaurants on the way. Cause... I bet you. Are. Yeah, That's yeah. Well, nice.
3: you know, you know, you can get some Cuban food on the way there. So, yeah. yeah, you're yeah. Good yeah. To go. Well,
0: somebody, somebody, fuck <laughs> like, I, I want to know who would have figured it out. Like they just went into the cave and they're like, I was I've just been walking. Just walking,
1: taking a and I was in Africa, bro.
0: I've been walking over three months yeah. and then they pop out and there's like a an antelope and a lion running by and they're like, What the fuck just happened? Like Cheetah. how do we go from how do we go from buffalo and deer to, to like elephants and lions? Like this is Huh.
3: You know what's the weird thing about the that, that Grand Canyon story too is even now you, you cannot, there, there's been uh, there's been documentaries where they try and fly helicopters in through, you oh, know, there's, no fly, there's no fly zones, there's areas, no fly zones, they won't let you go near. So nobody's ever been able to go back to the area that he says he found the cave. So nobody can verify it. It it's, it's, it's completely cordoned off. Supposedly and they, they
1: there's a sphinx there as well.
3: Well, I mean, why wouldn't it be that the Sphinx is yeah. yeah. like his, just stopped crawling? You know, he just laid down and and yeah. turned. His- One of those
0: giants, Medusa. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, it, they do say that uh the Sphinx was actually a giant, like a, a culture before it was a giant, mm-hmm. uh, a lion or whatever. Um, that's why the head is so much smaller than the rest of the body. Is because when the pharaohs came in, they were like, "Yeah, well, we can't just have this other culture represented. We're not gonna tear this thing down, but we are gonna we are gonna chop make a head out of it, like to, so we get up there and rebuild this thing." They well, the weird thing too about it
3: is there's there's no. I mean, it the is Christians alien. Have
0: hieroglyphics. They have hieroglyphs on everything.
4: Yeah, right? mm-hmm.
3: but what they don't have hier- hieroglyphics on is. Showing the Egyptians building pyramids or showing yeah. them building the Sphinx, yeah, or you know, so why not? That you know, the thought is, did they fall in on that stuff?
0: Yeah, I, well, I, well that, the, the funny thing is that there are hieroglyphs adjacent to the Great Pyramids and like the other buildings that surround it, but not there's not even hieroglyphs in the pyramids which is weird yeah yeah this is weird and we can yeah. stay on for a few more minutes and talk
1: about the pyramids now you guys got me all fired up again but I what gets me the most is like how they're like all set like facing certain stars and like a star constellation where you could like draw a line to like the pyramids and like mexico and stuff and like they all align with each other and then cultures back then that had nothing to do with each other all decided to build these triangle structures just out of nowhere. You know, it's well, just, it's that, wild. It's super fascinating. Actually, like
0: that part actually does make sense. The the the, yeah. the fact that we would the first structures would be pyramids because if you're going to build build something, why you have why? Okay. Yeah. You why does it make sense
1: that they would pick a pyramid? Why would when you not you build a, just like a square like building and not something so sophisticated and hard? Because one mistake, one mistake, like two years into building this thing, it's not connected as yeah. a pyramid at the There's, top. Like, I'm listening, buddy. Yes, kay. you can talk now.
0: When you went to the beach when you were a kid and yeah. you built sandcastles, did they look yeah. like skyscrapers or did they look more like pyramids?
1: And they were circles like buckets that you would take in book. No, well, I don't well, know what kind of sandcastle you were, castle, you were building, up. buddy.
0: Because in order to pile dirt up, you have to have a wide base and a skinny top.
1: A stargate. Well, that that that's more
0: like a mound. Yeah, not really not. A pyramid. Well, that's the first. The first pyramids were mounds, yeah. yeah, and then they squared them off. You know what I mean? The yeah. Indian mounds and in the or Native American mounds here in the in the U.S. Yeah, that some of them huge. There's, there's, and then they started squaring them off. That the 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 shape makes sense now. Well, there's the, engineering. Yeah. But the in engineering a, the pyramid, of the the, 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 the higher engineering of the actual, like the yeah. great pyramids, the, all of the different pyramids, the pyramids. And, and we're talking about the pyramids in like Egypt and China, whatever. But if you look at like the Taiwanese pyramids and like the Hindu pyramids yeah. that are like super India. ornate and super crazy. Yeah. And then people can't find them. They like, they found them after like, a hundred or, you know, thousands of years or whatever, but these pyramids are like the craziest buildings you've ever seen in your life. And you're just like, why would somebody just leave? Why would somebody cover this up?
1: It's Roll a Well, them. Antarctica outside too. Is, I don't know how true that is, but there's supposedly one in Antarctica too. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, weird. Yeah. It's like, that ancient the pyramids, aliens, you know, that ancient alien theory, which is like the star people came to Earth, which was the Anunnaki to like mine gold because they needed resources. Like, I watched a bunch of ancient aliens and they like came down here and then they gen- genetically modified like monkeys and like created their own people. And we used to actually be slaves for them who built the pyramids. And it's like a fucking crazy theory, but it, you know, makes sense a little bit. But if you really think about it, like, yeah i don't know man it's wild i i buy
3: into i buy into you know we still haven't actually been able to connect monkeys or apes with humans you know we know neanderthals they were a totally different species of human and then you have Mm -hmm. you know whatever whatever that looked like but here's a weird thing that i and me and my sons are are big into ancient aliens and we watched it all but
1: same here you know
3: tie in time in religion to that right so every religious script has a creation story has a um you know floods and and yep. natural disaster stories and then you 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 go into like south america and you you look at uh you know we and and i don't want to get you know christian or whatever but they're all looking for this savior down there regardless of what denomination of christian it's a white guy in a beard well, they didn't have white guys beards in south america so then you go to the anunnaki like you're talking about and all the hieroglyphs kind of look like a white dude in beards they're not they're not uh you know um arab or or, or yeah, persian they or whatever so super tall weird. like giants yeah right so weird how that happens and i yeah it's just to me i i look at i just think it's i think it's all been done before i don't think they had cell phones and satellites around the earth, but they definitely had technologies. There were, I mean, look at Gobekli Tepe, they, mm-hmm. they have, that has destroyed. We always thought 5,000 years was human civilization. We were in caves before 5,000 years. And then we came out of caves and were hunter gatherer.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, Gobekli Tepe was temples and structures, which they buried during the Turkey and Syrian, um, and ISIS. When ISIS came around, they buried that now they've back to uncovered it that's over twelve thousand years old so okay were we hunter gatherers back then or people built some type of temples some type of cities how when well i think we've done this all before and now we're uh so do you think though do you think that
1: that it's aliens then or do you think that it's just ancient civilizations Uh, no and now like a great reset maybe our reset is coming soon too and people will find like an iphone or whatever you know like and then we're just all wiped out and then the next civilization starts you know that's like well maybe maybe it's the uh, men in
0: black and they just hit you with that they hit everybody with that big light well, well,
3: think about this. So, yes, I right. think it was people from somewhere else that came here, whether they were mining, you know, materials and, and mm-hmm. resources whatever, to, to do whatever. Who knows? What do we do, right? We go into Africa, we mine resources, we build mines, we take it, we bring it over. Who knows what they're doing? But mm-hmm. what I really, if you think about it, sure, why wouldn't they leapfrog across the galaxy or wherever if they have that technology? Who knows? Mm-hmm. But here's the weird thing. Do, are we really that uh, egocentrical? How many people on this planet know how to make a cell phone? How many people know actually how a cell phone works? How right. many people can actually launch a satellite? There ain't many. Internet. If we have. Like,
1: event, just
3: like internet, a telephone call. Yeah, yeah. If we have an event, yeah. Electricity. Yeah. Who knows how to make a generator or actually make one work? So if we have an event. That wipes us out. Let's say an asteroid. We talk about the dinosaurs, whatever. We have an asteroid. Guess what? Half of the, a third of this population of the, even a third of this planet gets wiped out. We're screwed, man. We're Mother back Fox. to we're back to Afghanistan in sandals and freaking man jammies with nothing. Because we don't know how to make the stuff. There's only a few people in this world, a very small percentage of the population that actually knows how the technology works. I, I I love using my cell phone. I couldn't tell you how it works. I throw it to my son when the damn thing won't turn on. It, you know,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. how, you know Richard,
1: how... Richard in the chat says, fantasy television and movies have done so much that stifles intellectual thought and debate. Yeah, well, that is true. Yeah, yeah, I don't but,
0: agree. But, yeah, but yeah. There, there's also... You guys are... You're talking about like asteroids or whatever or you know like huge things coming do you realize how little it would actually take for for yeah like let's take covid for a second people were turning on each other from a little like uh, the rumor of maybe dying if they happened to get this disease that nobody could prove you did or did not get from you know what i mean like it takes so it would take so Little for us to like, we're that fragile that it, it wouldn't right. make oh, yeah. a lot. I agree. Yeah. It, it, I agree. Yeah. As long as you we're, worry we're basically, clock, man, we're having a different, a different conversation, but it's about the same conversation as, like, oh, right, for like $3 billion, would you suck your buddy's dick? Like, it's, it, <laughs> I would. The, the question is not for $3 billion, it's for like, Fuck three hundred. Would you do it for three hundred? That's that's the real question. It's like how little would you do it for? How little would we turn on each other for? I think it's a Is lot, there dinner a lot less and drinks
3: involved, or just the activity? Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Maybe a big Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, right. hey man, I'll do <laughs> anything a good
0: steak. Yeah, hey, you <laughs> he said it's a rare steak.
3: No, but you're absolutely right. We we are we are like. I mean the, the we are so the 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 tolerance is so minute um, for just that quick yeah, and well done. We're all,
0: I think that we all get that and it seems like what happens and, and this this probably like some huge epiphany that's it's going to be like you guys are all going to be smarter for listening to me right now Just write this down. Get ready. But basically, civilizations... (laughs) Get copious notes, buddy. (laughs) Civilizations get so big that people combine into one area. Anything goes wrong in that one area and it eats itself. And the only thing left are the rural areas where there are farmers and hunters and people that gather. So then they got to rebuild and then they combine and then they break apart again. Imagine if... Imagine if the power went off in New York City for two weeks, and Maybe nobody could rude. buy anything, and nobody could be like uh, go yeah. to New York City three weeks after and see how many bodies are stacked up around that place. They would all yeah. kill themselves. It would be insane. Get
1: that's you know the definition, definition is, of like a zombie apocalypse. It's not like it, it's yeah. just that's what it is. Like people would go yeah. nuts, man.
0: Yeah, it'd yeah. be horrible. And, if, and
3: it'd, be mass, it'd be mass crime. People would yep. be killing each other to get resources. You know, it's funny. That's where, hey, buddy, that's where they come down to our neck of the words. It was in Georgia and Tennessee. Yeah. We can take care of ourselves if the power goes out. Yeah. I ain't worried right. about it. I got a I'm, out here near, I got I'm out power. here in Arizona,
1: yeah. right by the desert. Like, we're good right a, here, too. <laughs> a, yeah. I
0: can take care of myself if the power goes out. And B, like – everybody out here it's it we're we're so far less removed from the source of our food and water that that we can go back and find it it would be a little bit of a struggle for some of us but it wouldn't be like in new york okay you're out of food we go how long can you sustain yourself on what you can hunt in central park yeah. Half. Now
1: you're hunting your you now now I mean? you're hunting your neighbor to get their yeah, food. Now now <laughs> you're right,
0: yeah. and they're not leaving. They're not gonna just leave New York. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're gonna just stay there and and fight them. Well, cars them would be
1: just think about it. Cars would be, be crashed. Every they'd be trapped. You couldn't even get out. Like you couldn't even drive out. People would try right. to leave, but then yeah. every the roads would get congested. They're already crazy in, in New York. Like look at look at New yeah.
0: York. where are you gonna look plug your York, electronic vehicle into on, to get out of there? Yeah. Well, look yep. at nine eleven. People were trying to yeah. leave New York on nine eleven. Couldn't leave Manhattan. They're islands. Like they couldn't get out. You know yep. what I mean? So. Yeah. Like I said, I think that, I, I think that our uh, we have an idea that like everything is just like we're solid. We got it. everything We're good. But we're we're, so, we're in such a fragile state that if 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 anything doesn't go right, it's amazing how how well we have it, considering how fragile what we have is. All well, doesn't
1: yeah. China have those? What are they, EMPs or whatever? that can turn off like yeah. all the, the, like, and shut off the power yeah. grids. Like, that's like, that is the biggest thing. Well, are well, not just up, the power you're grid. Yeah. Off, buddy. Like, yeah. you, yeah, but you turn that off, like you said, like, people like us will be fine, but it'll affect like everything. Yeah. Think about, think
3: about your teenagers. You, yeah, you set off so, My son's Enjoyed. already
1: texting me, Dad. Can I have my Wi-Fi back on? No, I'm doing the <laughs> show right <laughs> now. Like, yeah, <chill. laughs> right.
3: Yeah. What are they gonna do? You know, yeah. it's well. It's I like mean, you know what? Go outside and play. Yeah, we went outside and played. My mom. I remember my mom being like, "Get out, you know, and lock the door. Don't come back until dinner or yeah. the street lights come on." Yeah, it, it wasn't that long ago.
0: Where Where will we get water from the hose? That's where you get the water right. from the hose. Yes. No, sometimes you're drinking out of the creeks. Yeah, well, we got people now that won't go swimming. They won't go swimming in the river because the water's green. It's green water. I don't swim in green water. What the fuck are you talking about? I had
1: a long but, discussion with my kids about this the other night. You're absolutely right. Like, where technology is like. We want to say, because obviously we didn't grow up around, like we wanted, I mean, I had, I was an only child, so I had Nintendo when it came out, I had the Atari, but like if I had the choice to go outside and play, I was outside. Now our kids are like iPads, phones, and stuff. To an extent, I think those, that technology is amazing, because like. You know, have you it's, looked it's, at
0: these kids? Like, they'll they'll but, be sitting together. Yeah, I know, together. I know, I know. They'll be sitting together, and all of them are texting each other on their phones. That's I, like dude.
1: For anybody that's watching, I hate – like, when I go to a restaurant with a family to have dinner, and, like, families are sitting at tables, and everybody just is on their phone, like, I don't even allow my kids to bring their phones into the restaurant. Like, we're going out as a family. We're going to talk. We're just, at the dinner table, oh, no cell phones. Same I saw, thing here at the house. I saw like,
0: – a, uh, oh man
1: day. and then where, even the people uh, that are taking pictures and videos like you're not enjoying the moment right now yeah. you were actually well, just I, filming it's so like why have you said that because we, we
3: always have had a, a cell phones they don't even they don't even go face down on the table yeah they're yep. not on no the they're table. not a lot, lot at, at the table, table. yeah
0: i, I saw a thing table. the other day where they were talking yeah uh, 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 it was a, another family or whatever but what they do is uh when they go out to like for the day or go out to dinner or go do it you can't not have your cell phone. Like you, you right. I mean, it's the reality right. is somebody's got to have a phone, but they do like a fucking, basically a, a draw out of the hat, a name out of the hat on who gets, to, one person gets to take their cell phone just in case there's emergency or you need something. Right. Or you want to listen to music on the that's way there. Cool. They get to like yep. run it off of their, you know, in the car or whatever. But that's the only person that gets to take their cell phone for the entire day
3: so well and the the crazy thing is with the cell phones nowadays you know my kids laugh at me because i didn't even have a smartphone um i think my I last Ericsson flip
1: phone that had like snake yeah in there. They gave you me remember snake. You
3: remember the uh remember the razor you remember the <laughs> yes. razor it was like that's it was not that, not that thin flip phone. that's what i had when i retired in 2014. they had iphones and all i didn't they have, had pictures had
1: too popcorn. but it was like black and white <laughs> the worst fucking yeah, picture yeah. ever
3: um, but, but I didn't have a, I didn't have a, a smartphone right Back yeah. to, but, but you got all the information you literally, right now we have, which is good in a way that's where technology, it's like, I think that's pretty amazing. You know, I, I love that, but you know what? They're dumber than ever right now the, you have the ability to literally research it in two seconds, you can go, okay. Was the hospital bombing in Hamas, um, was that a Hamas rocket? Was that Israel or a Israel? Boom, you'll have a hundred links yep. to go do your own research. They don't want to do their own research. They just want to look at the top one and go, yep, it, whoever put that in there and they just believe it. They don't read it, they just see the headlines. And we're the we're the dumbest people nowadays with the most access to technology and to information than we've ever been. We're, in my opinion, we're watching the fall of Rome. Because we, we don't,
0: but but, but that's the thing. We don't have information. We regurgitate information from other yeah, people. That's why that's we're true. still, have, we're having to go back and explain to motherfuckers that they are not flat. Like you know what I mean? Like (laughs) how are we supposed to how are we supposed to move from here to here? Well, you know we still have to go down and explain to you that the earth is round. (laughs) Have you seen the have
1: you seen the pictures of NASA, buddy? Oh, they're all photoshopped God. they're all this garbage a, they were
0: super I, imposed yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but but you know what i mean the, it, the,
1: and like, let the, me make I, it clear to the audience are, that like i'm not a flat earther but some of the flat earth comments are actually pretty interesting like some of them are like no, cool not.
0: but they're i am not a That dude
3: on joe rogan he was talking about oh it's it's all it's all ai it's all artificial t- that's not a real picture what are you talking about man This from yeah. the moon no it's not
5: a real picture Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's, like, oh, whatever it's fine sure believe what you want to believe But here's the the other thing, like some of the the smartest people in the history of the world, like did not have smartphones, didn't have college educations. They They did research. They just thought about shit. Like they literally Newton just sat under a tree and was like, oh, gravity. That's a fucking thing. Let's talk about that. You know what I mean?
3: Apple was a motherfucker back
0: then. You know What I mean? Like, okay, well, why does this work? I'm gonna have to think through this process. We don't think through. We don't think through getting up in the morning, let alone like you know, common sense is dead. Like thinking through things is it seems to be dead. So anyway, you know, I think
3: the worst part about it is, um, I think the the ability to have a conversation and listen to Sit in a room where you completely disagree with somebody, and letting them illustrate their point, and then illustrate your point, and still walking away respecting the individual. I have a lot of people I totally disagree with. You, you, we, we do not have that art anymore. The the kids nowadays I agree. and the colleges, man. You and and there's some crazy ideas and people out there. But you know, my kids have some crazy weird ideas. But I'm not about to tell them to go to hell and get the hell out of the house. Yep. We're going to sit there. I'm like, I, I think you're a little crazy right now. But mm, maybe I can convince you. And and here's what my thoughts are. Yeah. We, do, we do not do that at all anymore. We talk across each other. Yeah, yeah. well, it's, convince it's, me.
0: That, it, that's the other thing. It's like, do right. believe that? I love that. Convince, convince me. me. Let's go. Talk about yeah. it. Why do you think that? Well, that doesn't seem to make sense. Yeah. Explain this. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. Ah, That's weird. How about this? Here's my viewpoint. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, you gonna close us out, Dave, or what? Let's do this.
1: Man, this this turned into like a dumpster fire. This was amazing. I think we could probably yeah. Chris our Baker, our fake Asian, in the background. He's our tech probably, guy. Yeah, he's, he's already heard- Dave, I,
3: I could literally sit on with you all day long. Uh, you guys gotta have me, but I could do this all day long. Same I hair. love oh, I'm
1: down. And yeah, now that I'm, I'm actually now that I'm actually retired, like I always said that Buddy and I and I, Bill Pearson was gonna jump on. He does our fight show and we we're gonna do conspiracy segments, like maybe just one episode a month. But, like, where we just, like, go all in on, like, a conspiracy. And now that I'm out of the Army and officially retired, I think I can do that. Because I used to receive a couple warnings back then um, during (laughs) the Trash Talk Hour. Because little things like drinking and stuff on the show. And I'm like, I'm not in uniform. Like, you don't see me. It's a cup. But anyway, um, great show. Phenomenal guest, Show, nome Italiano. Yeah, that's the only Italian that you know, but uh, nice it was time. great. Yeah, great information, uh, amazing company. Hopefully, you know, we get some veterans that reach out to you and, like, you know, if you guys wow. are hiring, obviously. Buddy's, buddy's one of them. I'll be reaching
4: out. I need a job, guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Always.
4: And you're qualified, always, buddy.
1: You're a retired Master Sergeant, you know, yeah. Special Forces, yeah. Green Beret, yeah, like-minded individuals, so I think you'd be a good fit. But um, yeah. it was amazing having you on. For anybody that tuned in late, go to uh, – veteran trash talk.com that is our website that has the links to everything spotify apple podcast youtube um for everybody that's on right now go over to youtube real quick subscribe and like we are shadow Band over there and uh, we wouldn't mind making a little bit of money off of youtube because it is what it is we got like 900 000 of you guys here on facebook so you know between all the platforms so yeah thanks again for tuning in go to shop.veteran trash talk.com buy some of our awesome merch I am wearing the only infantry shirt today. It's one of our top sellers. Good shirt. And uh, we will catch you all next Saturday. Love y'all. Faceman VTT out. Thanks, bro.